listening to the World Watch Weekly Podcast by Open Doors Canada. The goal of this podcast is to help you pray for your persecuted family. Since 1955, when Brother Andrew went behind the Iron Curtain for the first time, Open Doors has been strengthening Christians where faith costs the most. For more information about Open Doors Canada or the World Watch List, you can visit our website at opendoorscanada.org. Enjoy today's episode. Hello and welcome back to the World Watch Weekly Podcast. It's Jared here with Andrew. This is a special edition of the podcast as we come up to the most exciting day in the Christian calendar, which is Easter Sunday. Uh, depending on when you're listening to this, it might already be Easter weekend or past, and if so, we hope it has been a joyful time for you. We wanted to take this opportunity to uh, talk a little bit about Easter and what it means for the persecuted church. Uh, but I wanted to open by talking about uh, Easter on a global level. Mm-hmm. So uh, leading up to this podcast, what I did was research uh, just a couple of different ways that Easter is observed or celebrated around the world, uh, and I found it very interesting. So one thing I learned about, Andrew, uh, is the, uh, the burning of Judas. The burning of Judas. Which is uh, yeah. apparently a tradition that has some form in many parts of the world and uh, is still observed in parts of of um, uh, Mexico, South America, Latin America, not, you know, full countries all at the same time, but in parts it is still observed where a, uh, a figure or an effigy representing Judas, representing evil as a whole, oh, okay. is uh, hanged and or burned and or destroyed, uh, sort of in celebration of, of good triumphing over evil, which is not graphic, but vivid anyway, in terms of, yeah. Um, not the way I... Ever celebrate Easter? <laughs> yeah, well, we'll get to that in a second. But uh, I also learned about the uh, uh, the Morions Festival in the Philippines. I don't know if I'm pronouncing it correctly. Uh, it's held in parts of the Philippines. And what that is, is uh, it's, it's a festival that uh, takes place on several days leading up to Easter, where the, uh, the adherents will actually dress up as Roman soldiers. Okay. Um, and it's like a street festival where the, these Roman soldiers will kind of scare children or be kind of just all around the city, uh, if I understand it correctly. And then that will lead up to Easter when the passion is acted out or dramatized or something. Mm -hmm. And it's sort of a get the people excited about the upcoming Easter celebrations, uh, which is fascinating. I'm I'm finding that a lot of cultures and countries do things a lot more uh, expressively than we might in Canada. Um, colorfully and excitedly. It's maybe not something our culture does quite so much. But I also learned about uh, Fasika, which is the word for Easter uh, in the traditional languages of the Ethiopian Orthodox Church. Ethiopia, of course, being one of the countries on the World Watch list. And over the course of Lent, the practice of fasting in in the Ethiopian Orthodox Church becomes more and more intense, kind of leading up to Easter, um, uh, leading up to Fasika. And then the Good Friday service uh, sort of marks the end of the fast, or the culmination of the fast, rather, and the beginning of the worship over the Holy Weekend. Um, So the Good Friday service will involve people praying and bowing down and uh, just a very extensive and long service that will go into the wee hours of the morning, Mm -hmm. so into Holy Saturday, when the the people will go back to their homes and break their fast um, after you know, a significant time of fasting. Uh, and then that service will involve 
the Easter Vigil, which is a liturgy um, that leads into the, uh, the, the praise and the worship of Easter weekend. Okay. So just a few different ways that Easter is observed and celebrated in various countries around the world. There's more that I didn't get into, but lots of different celebrations involving art and costumes and music, yeah. um, not to mention various ways of worship. So I'm curious, Andrew, how, what your church has planned for Easter in terms of uh, events. Uh, I'm presumably not burning any effigies or no anything like No self-flagellation? Yes. <laughs> um, no, uh, I mean, there'll be Good Friday service. There'll be yeah. Easter Sunday service. There's actually a special event on Saturday with, you know, um, for kids and invite your neighbors type thing, get them out to the church. Um, so, I mean, yeah, there's, there's lots of stuff. There's probably going to be like an egg hunt at that, I assume. There you go. Right? Yeah. But the, the, the whole point that Jared is getting at here and that we're, we're getting at is that uh, celebrated, Easter is celebrated differently uh, all over the world. It's celebrated yeah. differently in Canada, right? Like we have different traditions within Canada of what we uh, may or may not do. We were talking about this at, at – uh, lunch the other day where jared used the term holy saturday and i'm like i don't know if i've ever heard the term holy saturday <laughs> before right so we have all these different uh different celebrations right uh and i know that you you have something that you're going to do this easter i don't know if it'd be attending a good friday or an easter sunday service i don't know if it would be having an egg hunt uh it, it might involve getting together with family and friends but well, regardless of how we celebrate, when we look past all those celebrations and we think about what, what does Easter really mean, right? What does it really mean to you? What does it really mean to me? And, and when we peel back the celebrations and think about this, you know, I'm reminded it, it's all about the death and resurrection of Christ, which is the central point of our faith. Mm-hmm. It unites us around the globe as Christians, right? It has changed the life of every single believer that makes up the church. Right. And for many of those believers, for brothers and sisters, uh, the, the story of Easter carries with it inherent risk yeah. as they observe it and as, and as they celebrate it. You see, um, you and I and, and presumably the vast majority of our listeners and viewers will be gathering or celebrating in some way uh, without any risk involved during mm-hmm. Easter. But uh, there are hundreds of thousands of churches around the world that do not have yeah. that privilege. Um, uh, on average, last year, 41 churches were attacked every single week, and that number goes up during festivals like Easter yeah. that are, you know, uh, Christocentric holidays and festivals, which is a very sobering reality that celebrating the resurrection of Christ can lead to increased risk for, for your church or your Christian community. But the beautiful thing about Easter is that it carries with it the reminder and the hope that the worst story can have redemption, can be turned around. Absolutely. And so we thought in this episode, let's talk a little bit about uh, Easter from the perspective of a persecuted believer. So we have some words from a secret believer in a Southeast Asian country. Um, And this is kind of a reflection of, of how she understands Easter, how she got to know about Easter. Yeah. So in her country, Christian holidays are not celebrated right. except except Christmas. Uh, and now, at Christmas time, it's cultural activities that yeah, are not associated with Christianity. So Christians can celebrate it uh, easier in secret because they're just doing what everyone else is doing, yeah. right? But, Easter. But that's it. So for Easter, there's no way to openly celebrate the resurrection of Christ. And so... Uh, This believer says, and here's a quote, 
I was brought up Muslim. As a child, I have never heard of any stories on religions other than Islam. We were told to never ask questions or show interest in other beliefs. This may be an act of blasphemy, so I have never got the chance to ask what is Easter. Yeah, and she mentions that, you know, you hear references through Western media or Western movies, and Easter is just sort of a vague holiday involving rabbits and 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 eggs and the Easter bunny and like what what on earth is this? What what do eggs and with colors and patterns have to do with anything? And she begins to wonder what 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 is Easter? Yeah, what is the holiday? What, what is, is the holiday about? about? Yeah. Wow. Uh, when this sister first became a believer, and when she she uh, she became part of a small community of underground Christians who shared their stories, uh, their burdens, their joys together, right? They they became a community. But this all had to be done in secret. But it's in that context that her and many persecuted believers learn more about Easter, right? In this particular country, uh, you know, as we mentioned, no celebrations, meaning uh, it's easy for Christians to not even uh, really be certain when Easter is being observed around the world. Mm -hmm. It's not going to be talked about in the media. It's not going to be on any calendars. You're not going to hear about it, right? Uh, But within the small secret community, these brothers and sisters study God's word together and learn what Easter really is. And it's this day that is so, so much more than eggs and rabbits. And it's, you know, it's worth mentioning, too, that it isn't just Easter that is observed and celebrated, but it's also Good Friday. Yeah. Um, and, and I feel like the whole joy and hope of the resurrection can't necessarily be understood in its full glory without being contrasted with the devastation of death and crucifixion. And I feel like that would be extra meaningful to Christians who are persecuted and like, I don't want to put words in their mouths necessarily, but I have to assume that uh, for faithful followers of Jesus who experience oppression for their faith, it must be almost reassuring to know that Jesus was abandoned. Mm. Um, Jesus suffered. You know, when these when these brothers and sisters uh, experience devastation or, or even just like the pangs of isolation on a day-to-day basis, they can know that Jesus has said, God, why have you forsaken me? Yeah. And that cry that they have in their minds can be echoed by Jesus himself. Absolutely. And, and it's certainly, we know, like, we know that there's that connection and, and that persecuted believers see that connection. But then they can also cling to the hope of Easter. Right. Yeah. The, the hope that Easter promises that life, that following death and suffering and fear, that there's ho- the hope of life and fellowship and joy. Like we mm. said earlier, it, it's the hope that unites us all in Christ. Mm-hmm. And, uh, you know, to, to end off the podcast, what I wanted to do, Andrew, is I wrote this down. Um, I mentioned earlier that uh, some churches around the world celebrate Easter with the Easter Vigil Liturgy. Uh, and that looks different from tradition to tradition. Uh, But I've chosen a portion of one of the Easter liturgies uh, as we close in prayer. So this is a fairly long prayer in advance of Easter morning, celebrating the night when Jesus rose from the dead. Uh, And I'm going to read it partially because many of our brothers and sisters around the world will also be reading it Mm -hmm. um, or some some form of it. Uh, So this will be a prayer. um, So pray with me right now. 
It is right and good that with hearts and minds and voices we should praise you, Father Almighty, the unseen God, through your only Son, Jesus Christ our Lord, who has saved us by his death, paid the price of Adam's sin, and reconciled us once again to you. This is the night when Jesus Christ vanquished hell, broke the chains of death, and rose triumphant from the grave. This is the night when all who believe in him are freed from sin, restored to grace and holiness, and share the victory of Christ. This is the night that gave us back what we had lost beyond our deepest dreams. You made even our sin a happy fault, most blessed of all nights. Evil and hatred are put to flight and sin is washed away. Lost innocence regained and mourning turned to joy. Night truly blessed when hatred is cast out, peace and justice find a home, and heaven is joined to earth and all creation reconciled to you. Therefore, Heavenly Father, in this our Easter joy, accept our sacrifice of praise, your church's solemn offering. For Christ the morning star has risen in glory. Christ is risen from the dead, and his flame of love still burns within us. Christ sheds his peaceful light on all the world. Christ lives and reigns forever and ever. Amen. Let's pray for our persecuted family as well. Father God, we thank you for Easter. We thank you uh, that you took that you you went on the cross instead of us, God. We thank you that uh, you rose again three days later, Father God. And we we pray today that you would be with our persecuted brothers and sisters, Father God, as they suffer. God, may they remember your suffering, God, and may they remember the hope of your resurrection, Father God. We pray that you would encourage and strengthen believers this Easter, God. May they know your presence with them. May they know that we are we stand united with them, Father God, that we are, as their brothers and sisters, continue to lift them in prayer. God, we pray that for your protection over churches this uh, Easter, God, mm-hmm. we pray against attacks. We pray, Father God, that your church would be protected, Father, and that uh, many would be able to celebrate uh, the hope of Easter together uh, without fear. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Amen and amen. Thank you, as always, for joining us for the World Watch Weekly Podcast. Again, we hope you have enjoyed or will enjoy a blessed uh, Holy Week, a blessed Good Friday and Easter Sunday. We'll see you again next time on the World Watch Weekly Podcast. Thanks for listening to today's episode. Be sure to subscribe to the podcast. And for more information and more prayer points for persecuted Christians around the world, you can follow us on social media at Open Doors Canada or visit our website, opendoorscanada.org forward slash pray. Thanks for listening. We'll see you next week.